0: Zeke, you know what kills me? Carbs? Well, yeah. I mean, that's killing me slowly every day. I'm talking about when I text you and I'm like, hey, are you ready to record? And then you're like, yeah, man, just give me a couple minutes. And then an hour goes by and now I'm starting to yawn.
1: Because you always catch me like before I even have a chance to decompress from my day. So I take my shoes off. I I, I find what we're tasting and I fiddle feel- Fart around for a while, obviously, but you know it's necessary. Otherwise, I would just sit here and stare at you like a blank screen.
0: But see, I would rather just get you over with, so then I could finally decompress from my day. I'm not decompressing because I'm like, what shit is he going to say to me today? And then I'm preparing for that, so then I'm not relaxing. I just want to get this over with and relax.
1: Nothing says I spend my day. Relaxed, like someone that wears UGG house shoes with furry socks inside of them.
0: They're not furry socks inside of them. It's regular socks inside of them.
1: Either way, why do you need socks when you're wearing UGG house shoes?
0: Because I don't want my slippers to smell.
1: Don't have stink ass feet, son.
0: I try. Can't help it. This is how God made me. <laughs> everyone my name is john edwards and with me as always is zeke baker and together we make the dad's drinker of bourbon wherever you are whatever time it is thank you for making us part of your day i am a beautiful man zeke and i'm glad you appreciate me
1: nobody ever said those two things went hand in hand though
0: <laughs> how are you tonight
1: <laughs> getting better by the minute <laughs> can't you tell
0: i'm glad i cheered you up I'm, I'm glad I could be here for you. I am of service, my friend. And you know who's of service to us? Our sponsors. So, real quick, I want to let you know tonight's show is sponsored by distilleryproducts.com. If you are a distillery, a store, a bourbon group, and you want wholesale pricing for Awesome laser etched glassware. This isn't like glassware where they just kind of put a logo on it and it comes off when you put it in the dishwasher. This is laser etched deep in there and it's at great prices. See my friends Carson, Janie, Vicky, all the folks over at distilleryproducts.com. If you want, reach out to me. I'll get you in touch with them. I will email them directly and put you on it so that you know you're going to get helped at distilleryproducts.com. Today's show is also sponsored by our friends at Orca Coolers. Zeke, you know that every dad wants a badass cooler, and Orca Coolers has them. They have something for everyone. They're American-made, lifetime-guaranteed, hard-sided coolers. They have tumblers. They have a stainless steel whiskey barrel tumbler. How cool are you going to be when you're walking down to the park and you're drinking from a whiskey barrel tumbler?
1: I mean, I will go ahead and throw out there, you know, one of our uh, our Wolfpack boys, Bivens. He said he's already got one of these, and he loves it
0: we are going to get one too. You're going to see us hanging around with our whiskey barrel. And I love that they're local. I love that they are right here in Nashville, Tennessee. Be the envy of your barbecue party with the Orca Barrel, the perfect vessel for your top shelf whiskey or any beverage. The Orca Barrel will keep your drink cool and fresh for up to 24 hours. And you know, the coolers are awesome. I mean, they have all sorts of colors. They have collegiate logos. They have MLB logos. It is just super cool to be able to have a bear proof cooler. It will keep your ice in the cooler for days. I've tried it. You put it in there like three days later, I still had ice and like big ice. It wasn't a whole bunch of water. It was like the ice was there.
1: So have you tried the uh, the cup keeping your drink cool for 24 hours? Because I feel like sometimes you nurse a pour that long.
0: I think we're going to have to experiment here. (laughs) I'm glad you think I just nurse it all the time, but I will say that if you use code dads 20, you're going to get 20% off your order at orcacoolers.com. That's the awesome coolers. That is the orca barrel, the tumbler. They have wine glass tumblers. They have all sorts of stuff at orcacoolers.com. Check them out for all of life's adventures. Use code dads 20. Hey, buddy. You out of breath now? I am out of breath. I have one more. Are you ready? <laughs> it is our friends at Action247.com, the only sports book by Tennesseans for Tennesseans. But this one, we get to talk about sports use code dads 100 they will match up to 100 bucks of your first deposit at action 247com where you can get in on the action zeke gets in on the action all the time and i have to ask you i'm gonna ask you this all week and i'm gonna see if your answer changes sec tournament starts this weekend are you in on this
1: i told you me and basketball i, I don't follow as much really Sometime in the next 10 to 14 days, I really gotta hunker down and get some taxes done. So that that's my actual uh in my non bullshit free time uh priority.
0: You know that your taxes are not due until April.
1: I mean it's already March.
0: Yeah, but you have a month.
1: Shit happens, it always does, trust me.
0: Well, I'm just so surprised. I mean, think about these rankings. I want to tell you this for a second. The number one seed in the SEC tournament, Alabama. Number two is Arkansas. Did you ever think that Alabama and Arkansas together would be on top of the SEC in basketball?
1: At least my youth, Arkansas dominated. They won more than one year. And if you also think about it, Bama had some great players. I mean, where do you think Sprewell went to school, son?
0: I remember the Arkansas years, and there were some great uh, 30-for-30s talking about those Arkansas teams.
1: I'll tell you who's probably not there, though.
0: Kentucky is eighth.
1: How about them dogs? Not ranked.
0: 10th so the the team's out of of 10 out of 13 (laughs) dogs are having a tough time so are cats So any domesticated mascots are having a tough time this year. All right, that look tells me that it's time to move on. So go ahead and go to action247.com, download their app, use code DADS100. They will match up to a hundred bucks of your first deposit. On that note, it is time to talk about Black Button Distilling and they are out of Rochester, New York. This is an interesting story zeke since 1922 the family provided some of the finest men's suit buttons available they had a whole factory and made suit buttons for four generations The buttons have closed suits worn by presidents, popes, kings, and businessmen the world over. From a young age, and this is Jason Barrett's story, he is the owner and founder of Black Button Distilling. From a young age, he went to go work in his grandfather's factory, but it was clear that he was meant for a different path. So he broke tradition and decided to make whiskey.
1: I mean, was there like some big epiphany esque moment or something else happened, or just one day walking down the road kicked a rock and said he's going to make some whiskey?
0: I don't know. I mean, he was 24 years old when he started this distillery.
1: It's not very old in the grand scheme of things.
0: That is not very old in the grand scheme of things. And he loves it. Everything is small batch, grain to glass spirits. I like their motto though. Live large in small batches.
1: I feel like small batches. Maybe they either happen to notice it more lately or it's a uh, catching on or something. Like the salsa I have over here from Kroger's. is says small batch. Like, has salsa always been known for small batch?
0: I don't know. I mean, you think it's like allocated salsa? They're going to up the price a little bit. <laughs> I mean,
1: it's, it's the Kroger brand, but literally, I like opened the fridge the other day and God knows why I decided to stare at this bottle and label. I'm like, hold on. My salsa now says small batch. Like, is that where we are with things?
0: Wait till you find the secondary market of salsa. You thought bourbon was bad. That shit's worse. <laughs> He was only 24 years old. They started the distillery in June, 2012, and then they opened it in January, 2014. The other interesting thing thing about the distillery that I wanted to mention to you they are all about being from grain to glass straight from New York so they're a New York state farm distillery they're deeply committed to crafting high quality small batch spirits and I'm skimming over this cuz I realize that you all can read a website but over 90% of their ingredients are grown or produced in New York State. They are dedicated to supporting New York State agriculture and with the responsible stewardship of their natural environment. They source all of their corn, wheat, rye, and barley locally from Edgewood Farms in Groveland. the 1,600-acre farm due south of Rochester in the beautiful Finger Lakes region of New York. They also source dairy cream for their bourbon cream from New York State Farms and apple cider for their apple pie moonshine from Lynn Oaken Farms in Medina. One of the things they're doing is they actually in 2018 created Black Button Farm and Forestry and it's in the heart of the Finger Lakes and now they are coming up with something that lets them make oak trees so that they can produce their own barrels. They are growing oak trees and big step for them they are trying to do everything from new york from grain to glass and i think it explained a lot when you start tasting this stuff how deeply they are rooted in the artisan and the craft side of things
1: 2018 they started the process of growing trees is that right
0: that's what it says here okay but i don't know if they like acquired any land it already had some trees on it so maybe they already have some wood i don't know
1: interesting enough
0: yeah so it's 19 acre property they got for their farm and forestry at the black button farm we will grow juniper for gin white oak to make our own bourbon barrels and fresh herbs and spices as well as organic honey
1: for all of our cocktails what about fried chicken you say
0: this somebody's gonna make a fried chicken flavored bourbon eventually
1: oh i just don't see that going well
0: i don't either but i'm saying someone's gonna try and do it they sent us some whiskey they sent us their empire rye whiskey it is 84 proof it's aged at least two years it is a 95 five of 95 percent rye and five percent malted barley we have batch number six They also sent us their four-grain bourbon, and that is 60% corn, 20% wheat, 9% rye, and 11% malted barley. It's 100% New York State grown and distilled. And then this is aged at least two years. We have batch 23. This is also 84 proof. And then last but not least, we have this single-barrel bourbon, which is... 60% corn, 20% wheat, 11% malted barley, 9% rye. So, so it's the same mash bill as that four grain. This is 90 proof. And this is the distiller select barrel and it's aged 28 months in 30 gallon barrels. There you go. I gave you a shit ton of information. Did you get all of that?
1: I mean, I think you got me back to the place I was before we started recording that kind of decompression zone.
0: I got you decompressed with all of that.
1: You got me damn near asleep, son. I like trying to read to my kid. He's like, dad, wake up.
0: Next time I'm just going to record the first 10 minutes of the show without you there. And I to be like, all right, give me your tasting notes. You, you missed all the background
1: on the distillery. Sweet. It'll be like playing peekaboo. I, I
0: don't know where you came up with that one. I
1: don't either.
0: You're so decompressed that you're making bad
1: jokes. I'm over in REM sleep, man. I'm not even making sense.
0: All right, what did you think about these whiskeys, Zeke?
1: I'll ramble off the uh, the notes I have for the three products here. For the 95.5 rye, again, this is New York rye, not Indiana, but these similar mash as other places do as well these days probably preface this by just saying um i would easily say all three of these i thought were a, a definite work in progress so if if i'm vague or kind of absent on some things it's uh literally with the intent of i hope this continues to uh grow and develop so to speak for the rye for nose, I put down it kind of reminded me of somewhere between the uh the garnish on a mint julep or a mojito, but it was definitely just kind of that uh wintergreen essence kind of thing or whatever else those uh leaves are they put in those things. Palette wise, it reminded me of if you bit into a ginger snap and a thin mint at the same time. It really took me a minute trying to figure out what in the hell it was that I was thinking I could describe this as, but that's the best I could come up with.
0: This one was very much like a 95.5 to me, albeit tasted a little bit younger than some of the other 95.5s that are out there. I think you're pretty spot on. I just think it was a little bit raw in the taste, but it wasn't out of the three. I will tip my hat. I will say, this is the one that I could get behind the most because rye is going to mature the most in two years. And with the four grain, there's wheat, you know, you and I both think kind of takes a little bit longer, but I like the rye.
1: All right. Moving on down the path here, the four grain nose wise, it was faint all around. I had to work to pick up a whole lot. Uh, when I did get it, I thought there was uh, some light flashes of alcohol, just the light singe to the old nares. It kind of reminded me of um, like sour beers or something. It, it has, a, at least to me, I thought a sour component to it. Uh, it kind of caught me off guard there for a second. Palette-wise, this one definitely, I think, is uh, on the younger side of the coin. First thing I really noticed was kind of, um, you know, the there's still... Raw corn, a little bit of sawdusty, you know, similar to some other crafts that, you know, they put juice in a barrel. It just hadn't really rounded the corner yet. Definitely um, what I felt like on these barrels, a, a light toasting or charring to them. It didn't seem to be heavy, but that's all I could really pick up from the mid to the back palate was just those, uh, you know, essence of, of a light toast or light char. I really didn't get anything else from the barrel on these as far as tannins, vanillins, everything else that you want that barrel to dump into your juice and, and, and kick in that 40 to 60% of the flavor. It was just missing in action to me.
0: No, I'm right there with you. I think the fact that it's wheat, you and I are always going to kind of say wheat takes longer than two years. It's very hard to put out a four grain to me at two years and have it taste mature. I think if you know that, there are going to be people that support the craft distillery and are going to go get that. I think they're planning everything out really well. I hope that they are also holding some barrels back to let it be four, five, six years old with this four grain and put something out that's a little bit more polished. I think it's that rawness. It's, you said it right on the nose, that sour beer. I was trying to put my nose on it and it wasn't until you said sour beer and I was like, that's it. You're getting those raw ingredients, but then there's also like the fact that the wheat's in there, there's also this like missing component to it the wheat is just not giving a whole lot of flavor. So you still taste like something's missing, to me at least, in the taste. Like I'm like, something is incomplete.
1: Bueller, Bueller, Bueller. You calling the wheat? Just something's missing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Today we are going to talk about voodoo economics. <laughs> In learning about this distillery and what they're doing, I'm so pumped about them and everything that's going on there. I just wish this was like two years older. Just see where it goes there. I mean, you always use this word, and I always laugh whenever I'm whenever I'm editing you. I'm not seeing the synergy in this pour. Not to seal yeah. your line, but
1: No, I mean, it, you know, it's just evident at times that. You've got very distinct, different notes. They're all, uh, you know, facing opposite directions and spread all over the place. And you got to have that flow and and that, uh, you know, agreement to have uh, the smooth that we all want.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Everybody wants smooth, don't they? That's everybody's favorite tasting note. When we get to the single barrel and it is 45% ABV. I was tasting through this and i like to do my research after I do my first initial taste because I kind of don't want to be swayed by anything. But the second I realized that this was aged 28 months in 30 gallon barrels, I was like, ah, that's it. Whenever we have tasted something that is not in a 53-gallon barrel, I don't know what it is. There's just something funky about it, and I haven't found one that I've really loved
1: yet. Let me run through notes, and I'll, uh, I'll agree and disagree with you on that one, kind of.
0: Well, I love when you agree and disagree with me at the Which, same time.
1: Who knows if what we just described in the regular four grain, if that's not in a 30-gallon as well. I didn't pick up that you said it was anything different, so... All of this could have been in a 30. It did not say. But I'm just letting you subtly know I do pay attention at least to 10% of what you say during that segment of the show. So uh, for the single barrel, I thought the nose on this one was a little bit more towards a fermented corn. You know, looking at them, you can see similarities to the, the regular four grain we'd tried before. Uh, this did seem to be a little further down the process, but again, it was still, you know, you, you picked up just aspects of fermentation and, and freshly made juice. Palette wise the char and the bite were a lot more noticeable to me on this one. So I don't know if it, it sits longer than the regular four grain has, or it could just been the uniqueness of, of this particular 30-gallon barrel. You know, we always like to try and throw an asterisk out there for these smaller barrels. They're not the same as the other ones, obviously. They will age quicker. They will turn faster. And you really do have to monitor those quicker than you would the big boys, or your product's going to get away from you really quick, I do believe. After the char and the bite on the front end, I just picked up, you know, youthful corn up under there. But beyond that, uh, I I didn't really get much else. At this age, I would expect the wheat to be, uh, you know, missing in action, so to speak, but uh, not much rye or barley components that I could even taste or pick up on at all to, to feel their presence in this one
0: something else i think the proof i know there is a single barrel that is a higher proof it's cast strength that you can get from them i just wonder what all of this stuff would be a little bit amped up like the cast strength is 114 and this is 94 so i'd like to try that one to see what the higher proof does and sometimes you know when you add water you're letting all that other flavor kind of come i mean it's going to accentuate the corn more at a lower proof
1: yeah i mean to me the thing that really threw me off the most was the lack of other flavors that i could noticeably pick up from the barrel but at the same time the 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 char or toasting or, or whatever that you could pick up off this that kind of salty bite it was quite prevalent
0: this one is definitely salty And that is the single barrel in the 30-gallon barrel.
1: And that's kind of the thing I'd... Or the takeaway I actually got during your uh, you know your spiel earlier was the the big talks on the, the grain to glass movement. But before you went into the thing about the oak trees, I just wrote down, well, it's interesting that there's no mention of the wood or using any specific coopers or whatnot, because that was looking at my notes for all three of these. That seemed to be the biggest, you know, missing in action component was a noticeable influence from the wood. Kudos to planting your own in, in 2018 and and striving towards that. But we all know whiskey's a a slow process as far as maturation. But shit, watching trees watching trees grow? That's even slower. <laughs> I well, mean planting in 2018, when's it gonna be able to use in a barrel and be you know when when you're gonna see a turn on that?
0: <laughs> we should ask somebody smarter than us at some point.
1: I just can't imagine it's it's anytime soon. I mean, I might have as much hair on my head as you do by the time those trees are ready.
0: I don't know. Your hair is looking good tonight. I can't wait to see you bald. It's going to kill you. (laughs) I will tell you that this single barrel straight bourbon whiskey is $59.99. The four grain straight bourbon whiskey is $59.99. And then the rye is $74.99. The rye for me is the one I liked the most, but I don't know. 75 bucks is going to put it at a bar for me and then i would say with the other two i'm not gonna get them yet but they're definitely on the watch list like if they can extend the age out and black button is winning awards for their gin production so let those clear spirits keep the lights on and age some of this stuff a little bit longer bump up the proof with some of it i mean it's 84 is a tough proof it's more down in the jack and jim territory if you're doing something at 80 for proof i don't want to see it at 60 bucks price definitely has to be like does the whiskey taste good also in my brain there's a connotation that if i'm getting 85 or below that's more of a budget whiskey if you're going to put something up a little bit higher in price i would like to see it a little bit higher in proof i'm not saying it needs to be cast strength everything but 84 proof i just don't see as a 60 dollars whiskey
1: no and if you know even to give them the benefit of the doubt like you referenced earlier you know once you cut it that far down with the water you, you know who knows what flavors may have been there at you know higher points but by now this has just faded out to a you know watered down booze almost
0: well and i feel like there's got to be something behind the 84 proof because the rye was 84 proof and the bourbon's 84 proof and then that distillers was 90 but like when you're getting those whole round numbers especially for the single barrel i feel like are you just picking 90 or did you taste through what if it's 90.3 what if it's 94.7 like i just think at some point you need to try them at different proofs and i don't think a lower proof is doing any favors
1: no sirree bob
0: but they're definitely on the watch list because I think what they're doing, I mean, obviously it's going to cost a little bit more making sure the price makes sense to me from a supply chain perspective. I mean, they are using all New York grains. They are trying to involve New York farms. I get that. I just think that a you know, little bit higher proof a little bit higher age and then you're probably in my wheelhouse and i'm going to be watching them to see what happens because i think it is a cool concept and i think more distilleries should do what they're doing zeke find us on facebook at dad's drink of bourbon twitter at bourbon dad's instagram at dad's drink of bourbon find us wherever you download your podcast chances are you already have because you're listening to us right now please leave us an open and honest review just like we leave open and honest reviews about the whiskey we drink We thank Black Button for sending us over these whiskeys. We can't wait to see what else you have up in that sleeve of yours. Zeke, where else can the folks find us?
1: Good old Nashville, Tennessee. Cheers. Ciao.